Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In this celebration of the feast of Saints Peter and Paul, we return to the source of the church, of course, the very cornerstone being our Lord, but with Peter in his confession of faith, as we've just heard, we turn to the rock, the foundation upon which our Lord built up the church, that being the apostles, as led by Peter and as exemplified in the pastoral ministry of Paul. What we have in this feast is a beautiful picture of what it means of course, to be a Christian, but also in leadership and responsibility. Uh, we have in this icon, uh, the one that we have specifically before us, where Peter and Paul are embracing, uh, it is always a scene that I have, what I have seen in this icon is after Paul has rebuked Peter, and then there's a reconciliation. Someone last evening here at Visual said that they thought that this icon was a representation of not the before, but when Paul actually rebuked Peter. Like at that moment, that is an icon of Paul withstanding Peter to his face. And I, I said, well, I'm going to take that as the homily for tomorrow. So <laughs> they didn't want to be attributed, it, but... I thought it was actually a beautiful picture of what it means to have responsibility, what it has to want to uh, stay in the truth, as in pointing to what is true. Of course, Peter, the rock, right, the one upon whom uh, his confession is what the church is built off of because it is Jesus Christ the Messiah upon whom we all, we wouldn't be here without him. And it is Paul, and we heard, we see this even in the gospel reading, right? The confession, and then Paul, what is Paul's contribution this morning? Just like in the vigil, it's like Peter, Paul, Peter, Paul, Peter, in the hymnody. Paul, it's all of the suffering. It's all the pastoral ministry. It's all the things that he encountered. You have the truth of the Messiah, and you have Messiah crucified. You have Peter, who has fallen into, let's just say, cliquishness. He doesn't really want to hang out with the Gentiles if his buddies, the Jews, are around. And Paul sees everything falls on this. <laughs> if this, if we can't overcome the division, then what was this all for? What is faith in Jesus Christ? And Paul to come and be able to have, I mean, this is the chief of the apostles. This is very obvious in the Gospels. It may not, if you're from a Protestant background, that may not have sunk in because it's just kind of they're all equal in the church. Peter was, there was primacy with Peter. The Orthodox Church has always seen Rome, old Rome, as having primacy. Things just went a little awry when they thought primacy went a little bit further than we all would agree with. But that's of the apostolic band, let's say. But it is with Paul and coming to having the ability to withstand him, to say, Peter, I know you walked with Jesus, and I'm new. Right? Paul's born out of season. 
but he has the courage, but I would say more than courage, because it does take courage to actually correct somebody. Not all the time. Sometimes you can just do it out of just sheer pride and like you're right. But this is where I, I love being able to think of this icon now. It was Paul with love being able to withstand Peter. And that it is something for all of us and whatever sphere of responsibility we have as parents or maybe even older sibling to younger sibling or all these just brother to sister in the church, not just you know, physically, to be able to see something arrive but knowing that you have to, if you're going to say something, you need to be able to know that you're saying it out of love and not just saying it because this is the right way. This is what it means, I think, in Paul's pastoral ministry. This is a crucifixion of self. It's not out of pride. It's not out of, this is the way things should be, and I know it's right. But it is something that's done that is seeking reconciliation, that is done out of love. And if that can't pass muster, then it's best to be quiet and let the thing be. This is hard. In one sense, it could be the, the level of love that is necessary is hard. And for others, it might be the courage to be able to speak up and to be able to say something when we know that something has arrived, something is outside of the bounds of apostolic teaching. So let us be encouraged not only to stand firmly in the truth, but like Paul, to do that standing for the truth in a spirit of humility and love such that uh, Peter is not just rebuked and put in his place, but that Peter is restored in all, all humility uh, back into the way things ought to be, the way Christ established them, ordered them for the prosperity, growth, and health of the church. So let us keep Peter and Paul in mind as we continue, especially through the heat of this summer. I love that this feast falls uh, as it's really starting to warm up so that we can remember not only our apostolic roots, but our apostolic way of life. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.